Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. But before we start today, Site Visibility have another piece of shameless self-promotion because they've just released their 2020 PPC automation guide. The guide is completely free to download and it will help you to get started with each of the new automation settings in Google Ads. This includes smart bidding, responsive ad testing, dynamic search ads and more. The best way to accelerate your PPC growth in 2020 is to start planning today. So download your free guide at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash PPC dash automation dash guide or ppc-automation-guide, whichever way you prefer. And today I'm joined by Steve Wiedemann, Senior Search Strategist at Wiedemann Consulting Group in Los Angeles, California. Steve, how are you? Fantastic, Andy. Thanks for having me on. You, you just mentioned automation, and I kept thinking to myself, boy, I wish I would have automated my intro so I don't goof it up. I could have just played it on Alexa or Google Home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to be very careful about saying the A word on interviews because I've, I've set off people's A machine before by saying oh, no. it. <laughs> How can I help you with that? Anyway, we won't say the A word. Uh, let's start off with the usual. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, Wiedemann Consulting. Sure, sure. I think... I think um I think I'm best known for some of the the roles that I've had at uh, companies like like Disney. I was the SEM uh, account manager and had worked with Disneyland.com and Adventures by Disney, and had spent some time at IBM Global Services uh, back in the you know the early 2000s. So um, I've always had a passion for search. Uh, at one point, I got a postcard in the mail from a college that was promoting a uh, e-business management degree, and mm. I immediately jumped at that and. Uh, I guess the rest is history. Uh, I'm best known, you know, our group here is best known for like multi-location SEO. At some points, you know, we we started working with the largest like storage companies out here in the States. And um, I think we did a great job because we got some uh, referrals out of it. And as as different people we'd worked with moved to different organizations, um, you know, they'd call us up and they'd say, hey, I'm at this new place and I can't do this without you. And so I, th- I think out of... Um, uh, just from referral, we've become sort of the multi-location SEO strategist for um, brands that have you know, typically more than 1,000, 2,000 locations. Uh, I also teach at two of the um, colleges here in California, uh, Cal State Fullerton and UC San Diego. I build the 
online course for SEO and website design. Oh, brilliant. Um, so uh, always been a dream of mine to teach. And then last year, the opportunity came along and I thought I would be teaching history one day, but turns out uh, I know a little more about SEO than history. So um, I got recruited and now I'm really enjoying the experience, you know, kind of being a teacher. Last thing about me is uh, if if you've been in digital, you might remember me as SEO Steve uh, from sort of the early days of, of search marketing. And yeah. uh, in the last 10 years, it's all just been about corporate and enterprise. Interesting you mentioned about teaching there because I always think teaching is one of the – I call them the noble professions because <laughs> there, there, there are you know there are thousands of people out there that will always remember you as a teacher. Right. Let's move on. Um, so I want to talk quite generically about SEO, really about growing any sort of business through SEO. And yeah. let's start with uh, keyword research. What is the best yeah. – well, how do we do keyword research in 2019, coming on 2020? Sure. Yeah, no, that's that's a tough question. I mean, there's there's so many angles of how you approach keyword research. One one of the ways that, that we've put sort of a, a methodology together is starting with the data we already have. So we'll look at our, our Google Ads search term query data. Right? We'll actually see what, um, what search terms produce customers for us so that we don't obsess so much about those really high volume keywords. And instead we focus on keywords where it's, we've got data that it produced sales or, or leads for us. Mm. If there's historical analytics data, same thing. We'll, we'll take all of the information and try to organize it into, into what becomes your site map, you know, the information architecture of your, of your website. Yeah. Uh, you, you remember the term taxonomy, right? Building taxonomies around, you know, some of those key areas. One example, I think, you know, when you're doing keyword research, uh, one example that that we've used is uh, an attorney out here in the states uh, was was adamant on ranking for the the keyword truck accident lawyer, yeah. and we said, well, it's eight hundred dollars a click in Google Ads, and one of the most expensive keywords in your industry because these are million dollar lawsuits. Mm. And um, he says, I don't care. You guys are supposed to be the one of the best guys, and I got referred to you. You got to make it happen. So what we started to do was look at all the different ways that people were searching for truck accident lawyer through tools like, you know, SEM Rush and the Google Ads keyword tool. Mm. We use Conductor, right? We jumped into Conductor and did some keyword research. Um, you could also use, you know, Bright Edge, uh, Data Cube and some other tools. We pull all those, you know, keyword opportunities together. And then then we look at the the competitors, right? We'll go out and reverse engineer what search terms are driving traffic to competitors run some pivot tables to see, you know, which keywords come up the most frequency, mm. maybe even just wipe out the, you know, the single frequency keywords mm. so that you're only focusing on sort of overlapping or related search terms. And then you just start building it out. And as you're building out that, that silo, the, you know, the list of uh, keywords and clustering them into these little groups, those groups become ad groups to, to augment your PPC. And they also become part of that sitemap. So now that one attorney, as an example, has some 70 pages underneath this truck accident lawyer taxonomy and toggles between the first and third position, you know, depending on what time of the day it is and where you're located. Um, but that worked. You know, we, we found so many different things that people were searching for that were related that we were able to create supportive content. So now you don't compete with one page. You compete with one section. Mm. And that's, that's always been what's helped us to, to win for some of those competitive keywords. Just moving on to on-site content. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the best way to optimize your content these days? Oh, there's so many different viewpoints on this one, mm. right? Do all the things. Just just interlink to the page with, you know, a thousand links contain the same anchor text. And, you know, there's so many different ways that, that people approach this. And what, what seemed to work for us is 
is taking what Google's already shared with us. And I, I have a, a guide that you're more than welcome to, to share. Um, this is one of the guides that we actually you know, sell, uh, but you're more than welcome to the folks who are listening to this to share it with them. Oh, um, and this, this guide walks you through uh, the same questions that Google asks uh, for webmasters, and it says, you know, uh, is your is your content prom- making promises and headlines in all caps, and um, you know, it's it's really focusing on the user experience. The the keyword side of things is is important too, right? We want to make sure, like, if we're going after truck accident lawyer, maybe we'll you know we'll we'll use some some synonyms and some other things in the content so that you know if a phrase gets crawled in its first crawl, it'll, they'll introduce the page in the search results, and if users find it interesting and click on it, we could rank for that keyword. But long term, it's you know it's, it's really about the user experience and solving the the actual intent of the user. And and as a kind of an example is if you search for title tag principles, I tried to invoke them in the you know the listing that shows up number one for title tag principles, where we use a call to action, the keyword, and a unique selling proposition. But in that selling proposition, it isn't here's the best way to optimize your title. It's you know how to optimize uh, you know basically how to optimize your title. To improve your click-through rate and keyword rankings, because that's ultimately what they want to do. They don't care about title tags. What's the intent? Well, I want to move my rankings up. So if you can solve for that with your content, knowing what the user's end desire is, and we've we've incorporated that into um, I mentioned law firms into one law firm, we actually put some call to actions and value propositions right above the fold mm-hmm. because that's what his customers were telling him about why they chose him. Oh, I, I love that I can get your your direct cell phone number. I love that you're like you're super dependable, you know, and I love that you you do all these things. So he puts that right there at the top because that's what he knows his customers appreciate about him. And that works. We actually saw better quality scores, lower bounce rates, higher conversion rates, and over time we saw higher keyword rankings. So feel free to share that guide and it kind of walks you through all those same questions that Google shares and provides some examples as well. Thanks. We'll put those in the show notes. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, moving to off-site links, especially links from authority sites. Are we are we allowed to use the word links anymore? Isn't that illegal? 
you know, all the uh, the taboo around link building these days. I think, yeah, let's yeah. let's use the word. Yeah, they're referencing our site. They're not linking to it. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> how to build um, references from authority sites? That would probably be a good rephrasing of the question. <laughs> sure. So, so we um, this is a tough one, and and you know, I I spent a lot of time talking to folks that that live and breathe link building, and there's still a lot of things that they do that. I would raise an eyebrow too, and I know Google would as well. Um, Eric Ward, you know, one of one of my favorite link builders, and he and I used to have a lot of conversations on Skype and talk about best practice and and what what came from that was a structure that I thought uh, would be helpful for you know those folks who are really getting into um, trying to get more page rank passed through from other websites. And we came up with a model that includes four different approach types. And that approach type number one is reference. If we can if we can build something that's truly the most useful guide on a topic, even if it's as broad as what is SEO, and we get other websites to reference that, there's an authority signal there, right? There's a trust signal there. There's a, you know, here's here's a company that that knows this subject. So reference being number one. And then number two, you know, would be cross-promoting. Hey, you're too busy. You don't want to reference me. No problem. Hey, maybe there's something we can do to kind of cross-promote for each other. Mm. Do you have something coming up in the coming months where we can contribute uh, and vice versa? And then third would be just contributing. Look, you don't want to reference anything I have. You don't want to cross-promote with me. Um, but I noticed that you, you've you got some problems going on with the website. Could we maybe donate some time and help you out? And maybe you could just throw a thanks out for us on one of your you know future blog posts for fixing something on your side or, hmm. you know, doing something that you don't have the resources to do. And then lastly, there's that, that sort of red flag criteria that still works, but not necessarily the best idea. And that's sponsorship. Sponsorship yeah. falls into the realm of buying links and we don't want to buy links, but if you can sponsor something where you're really making a difference and contributing to something and, and you happen to get a link out of it cause you don't ask for it, but you happen to get a link out of it. That's, that's a way to do it. And then of course, the approaches themselves will start with social and building relationships and, you know, and, and getting to know the people that we want to, you know, develop those relationships by, by name. Getting on the phone with them is incredible. If you can get on the phone, emails are dead. If you're sending emails still and, and using email templates, um, you're going to get flagged. Someone's going to screenshot it and throw it into social and laugh at you and tag Google in it. And <laughs> it's it's much more effective to just pick up the phone and say, you know, hey, I'm, I'm a big fan of your site. I love, you know, the the, the content that you have and, and what you've written. Is there something that we can do together? Mm-hmm. Um, you build a better relationship that way, and and it'll help you drive more referral traffic as well, which is the intent anyway, right? The link is more the collateral. Right? So um, anyway, that's that's kind of how we, we approach, you know, of, of course, when you're building a link strategy, you start with your own internal links. You start with sort of a toxic link analysis. Yeah. You you go through the, the obvious, you know, the, the intersecting link strategy that, that we use through Ahrefs. Um, Ahrefs has this cool, uh, cool tool called the intersecting link tool. Throw your top 10 competitors in there and you can see, you know, where the most frequent links come from. Now, we... We sometimes will do it manually instead of using the link intersect tool. We'll just go in, put in the, the competitor's website, or if it's a specific keyword, uh, the competitor's page on their website that targets that keyword, and we'll look at all the links that are coming in. And then we'll run a pivot table and say, wow, this, this top link is pointing to 10 of our competitors. Mm. So again, when we do it manually, we'll go as high as 50, sometimes even 100. So it becomes more like an industry study. Hey, if you're in law, 
here's the top 20 sites that link to all the lawyers and law websites. And then you get the lawyers.com and Justia and Avo, and you know exactly you know where the center of that semantic web is going to be so that when you're going after and pursuing links, you're starting you know in a, in a place where Google's already sort of started categorizing your competition. Um, the hardest part, I think, of link acquisition, link earning, uh, is coming up with the the creative idea. You know, whether you're progressive insurance and you're creating a dress like flow campaign for Halloween, mm. um, you know, or or if you're just coming up with some really creative idea that would get a lot of people to link to your website. Maybe you're Yoast and you're giving away a free plugin for SEO, right? You know, some people that do that. Yep. Um, you know, when you or maybe your Zenu Link Sleuth back in the early 2000s, offering a free you know uh, crawl tool to crawl your website. Uh, if you're if you're able to provide something of value that people would link to, and doing a little bit of PR to find where where similar tools and similar uh, things are listed to also be listed on those pages. You know, here's another alternative. You know, hey, there's an article from three years ago. We have a new tool that you might want to add to your list. You know, it just takes a little bit of effort to uh, to do that outreach and earn that link. Just briefly, because I, I wanted to talk uh, about uh, some advanced strategies and resources. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a way of getting higher rankings. What are your thoughts there? Sure. Um, you know, when you start getting into advanced, we're really talking more about featured answer and voice search. And, you know, we, we get into structured markup and rich results. You know, and in my opinion, that's that's a big part of it. You know, our our goal for 2020 for clients that have already been with us working on uh, technical, contextual, and off-page visibility, our goal has been to to pivot toward staying ahead of the competition. So we came up with something called Vroom, right? Vroom, like you're driving a car. It's V-R-O-O-M. Uh, no, 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 V-R-M-M-M. Ah. And, and this is voice uh, voice readiness, mobile, markup, and measurement. Yeah. So voice readiness being, it's, it's time to start exploring voice search. Let's make sure that if someone's on a mobile device that our magnifying glass in our search box turns into a microphone icon, mm. right? And uses the Google Voice API. If there's some... Um, Topics that that are important to us about our brand and maybe even non-branded words that are about our product or service. Um, let's create some questions and answers so that we start appearing in some of those, um, you know, those featured answer position zero uh, spots in Google. And then thirdly, let's let's claim our business through, you know, the uh, we won't use the A word uh, skills and uh, you know Nest now it used to be Home, you know, claim through the claiming console so that. Uh, if somebody does say talk to, which they will be doing in the next couple of years, and they, they ask to talk to your business, you'll have some some already pre-made questions and answers ready to go and available. And maybe even if your developers are savvy enough, you know, they can work with some of those GitHub resources and, you know, and start setting up some actions in the action console for people who want to make appointments or, you know, really interact with your website hands-free. Uh, so if you're, if you're playing in those three areas and just, just, Getting familiar with it, I think that's a priority for 2020. You don't have to master it, uh, but your competitors are already out there playing with it. So get out there and, and you know make sure that you, you've got that Google Voice API on your site, that you're uh, addressing questions and answers about your product, service, and brand, uh, and that you're you know claiming your site through the Actions Consoles and Skill Console and the A Word place. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, and then you know the the mobile part of it. You know, mobile's eighty percent of our restaurant franchises traffic. Eighty percent. Really? That's insane. So if you're not if you're not already 
doing a lot of A-B testing on, on mobile to, to every month continuously be improving since search rankings about patterns and algorithms. If every month you're not doing something to improve your mobile experience, you're going to get left behind. Markup. There's so many new markups that are coming up. There's new markups for podcasts, too, and other cool things that you can do, recipes. And there's so many different ways that you can provide rich results in the search results. And we don't even know what else they're using that data for. So mm. uh, Pierre Farr, a, a friend of mine who used to work for Google, said um, uh, at one conference we went to, the question was, well, what should we be marking up? You know, he said, hey, it's Pierre Farr from Google. Mark up everything. Mm. And so we've, you know, we've we've been preaching that same story. And the last part is measurement. I don't see uh, a lot of businesses really honing in on attribution and our online to offline tracking and and things that are that are instrumental in helping us understand what the user's journey looks like when they're on our website so that we can move things around to make it a faster purchase experience and to get them, you know, what they need quicker. And, uh, you know, we've been working with a group called Measure School. If you go to YouTube, uh, Julian there in Measure School, he's got these amazing tutorials on how to set up and optimize tag manager and analytics and something really cool you should check out. And, you know, all of our, our more advanced uh, SEO analytics setup goes through the, the folks over at Measure School. One final thought, uh, a top tip, a takeaway for sure. our audience today. Steve, what might it be? Just one thing. All right. One thing would be to have a baseline. That's it. If you can just know where you are right now, at least, you know, in a year from now, two years from now, when you look back, you can compare, you know, what's what you've done uh, compared to where you were baseline in terms of metrics. You know, what are your current uh, average keyword rankings for some of your priority keywords? What's your uh, revenue and what's your cost per acquisition look like on on paid search? What's your return on ad spend look like? And just get every possible metric you can you can capture from analytics and search console. Uh, record it as a as a baseline. Look at what your competitors are doing too, so that when you you measure up and you do that delta report, you can also see where they've been putting their focus. Uh, I think that's the the most important thing because there's nothing worse than going to a client and saying. Look at how much traffic we're getting now, and look at you know how how great our uh, page authority or site you know domain authority looks like, and like well this is really good, but where were we when we started? And mm-hmm. if you don't have that baseline, it's kind of like uh, I don't know, I can't go back and get it now. It's mm-hmm. you know already been updated. So I think that's probably the number one thing I would start with. Well, Steve, thanks so much for coming on. How can our listeners find out more about you and more about uh, Weedemend Consulting Group? Sure. Sure. I'm easy to find. As I mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm SEO Steve pretty much everywhere. S-E-O-S-T-E-V-E. Uh, our team, if you want to interact with anyone in the group here, we're all pretty active on social. Uh, just look for Weedemann on any of those different social networks. We've got that handled pretty much everywhere. Um, I also have some free stuff on a, a site we created called SEO Verified. Mm-hmm. So if you're not sure if your agency is being transparent, uh, we've got this cool little free audit you can download that also has some of our tech audit uh, criteria in there to, to get you going. We also have a course at Academy of Search that was roughly based off the classes I teach at uh, Fullerton in San Diego. And if your listeners are interested, I put a, a 75% uh, promo code for you, just RD20, RD20, and it's at academyofsearch.com. So if you guys want to check that out, feel free to um, you know take any of those courses. 
Well, Steve, thanks so much for coming on. And thanks for listening, everyone. The show notes will be in the usual place, sitevisibility.co.uk slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review. Questions and suggestions, the email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. You can tweet site visibility. We have a site visibility group on LinkedIn. So that's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Steve. <laughs> thanks, Andy. Thanks a lot, Steve. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.